0: Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. Welcome to, we're back with a home time podcast. We did a couple of breakfast ones. So uh, yes, which is,
1: I've, I've noticed on Twitter, people have enjoyed, they weren't
0: expecting
1: to hear us. Yeah. So,
0: um, so I'm glad that that was enjoyed. Maybe we've kind of got into a new market. Do you know what I mean like you know like uh, David Hasselhoff for some reason was incredibly big in Germany? Yes, maybe we've kind of like broken into a new market there with our bread- breakfast ones. Do you Wasn't know
1: what I mean? he big in Germany because he sung on the Brandenburg Gate? Have I got that wrong? I think he might be right on that. Yeah, I've got a feeling that David Hasselhoff did a gig on top of the Berlin Wall, and I'm going to go as far as saying it was the
0: Brandenburg Gate. Do you know what? I'm pretty desperate to get into other markets, but I don't think we've got the budget for that, to be honest <laughs> with you. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Here's the show. Enjoy.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco
2: Mobile, every other
1: It is a song that sums up exactly how Andy and I are right now, like two coiled springs Grr. in the Hometime studio. Grr. Republica on Absolute Radio. Uh,
0: do you know what? We've got a problem. We've got a big problem today. And I don't just mean me and Richie. I mean everybody right now has got a big problem. It's the first day back at work for a lot of people. I know a load of people were in last week, like us. I don't want to bang on about it. But uh, <laughs> a lot of people are back at work today and they're wishing each other a happy new year. Yeah. However, you just have a quick look at your watch or your phone or whatever. It's the 7th of January today. For
1: those that aren't work shy and did put in a shift last week. Again, we don't want to go on about it. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, just saying. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it feels weird. I, I was in a, uh, an M&S Simply Food. Mm -hmm. The kindly gent says to me, Happy New Year As off I go. I'm thinking,
0: well, that felt odd. Yeah. Felt very strange. 7th of January today? Yeah. What's he playing at? Yeah. It's a little bit late for all that, isn't it? But is
1: it? Is it? Like, you know, a new car might have about 40 miles on the (laughs) clock.
0: Yeah. It's still new. That's a good point.
1: So, yes, there's seven days on the clock
0: of 2019, but can you still say it? I just think we need a statute of limitations on this. Like... I would like this to have a group agreement. If we can get some form of consensus on this right now on the show as we mean to go on in 2019, uh, when is the latest It's OK to say Happy New Year? 8-12-15, what do you reckon? The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: It's Bush and Richie with Hometime. Billy Idol's Rebel Yell
1: on Absolute Radio. Kathleen... Thanks for your text, eight twelve fifteen. My two faves, Bush and Richie are back.
0: Aww. Happy New Year, fellas. See, thanks, Kathleen, but there's the problem again, it's seventh of January. You can't go round wishing people happy New Year on the seventh of Jan. I know, Look, it's I, too it, late for it that. It felt strange to me when I had it said earlier. But all I'm a, a word of
1: caution to you is, if, if you put down a blanket ban, it can't be said now. Then you can't have nice messages from the likes of Kathleen.
0: We just need an agreement. We just need a consensus. I wonder what they do in other countries. Let's ask Olivier, who's on the phone. Hi, Olivier. Where is he? <laughs> I can see him there. On a minute. Ah, hey. hey. bonjour, mon bonjour. ami. Bonsoir, bonsoir. Ah oui. Um, <laughs> Richie put into use some of his uh, GCSE <laughs> trickle or. <laughs> it's lapsed a bit. Lapsed somewhat.
1: So Olivier, you're in Stafford, but you are French. What is the protocol?
3: Well, in, in France, we don't really do the Christmas card like you do in England, but we do the Happy New Year card. And we say it's OK until the end of Jan to wish people Happy New Year. What, what does that mean of sending... Wow. Happy New Year, cards.
0: So you're allowed to say "Hey, Happy New Year," which uh, in French is Bon Nouveau Year. Bon année, bon année. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that <it>, yeah. <laughs> sounds a lot better from Olivier, I'll be honest with you. <coughs> so you can say that right till the end of January. That's amazing, Olivia. Isn't that amazing?
3: Well, I don't know if it's amazing. I think it's, it's more okay to write it than to say it. But yeah, you can technically say Bon année until the end of January in France. And also, what,
0: what a relief as well not to be going in with the Christmas card thing. That must be quite good. <laughs> yeah. What a relief. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to say I'm not. I haven't got used to this Christmas card thing yet. That's a little <laughs> bit weird. A little bit weird, fella. Uh, bon chance and good to speak to you. Merci. There you go. Look there at that, Trickle or G C C, alive and well. <laughs> uh, well, I, for me, I'm going to go midnight tonight in terms of an agreement on this. Really, I'm, midnight tonight. Last orders. You're only going to get a uh, happy new year from me up until 12 o'clock this evening.
1: Halfway house for me between you and Olivier. I'm going to say end of the week. End of this week?
0: (laughs) That's that's (laughs) like the 11th of January. (laughs) What's going on, third of the month? Hometime with Bush and
2: Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps.
0: Hometime with Bush and Richie, playing a load of songs laced with meaning. Ready to go by Republica earlier on, shiny happy people, putting the best foot forward on 2019, aren't We're we? trying
1: to work out when is the end date for saying Happy New Year. Uh, Lee in Essex says 10pm, 1st of January, job done, get on with it. Uh, but Dave in Cumbria, my father-in-law Terry says Happy New Year to me is a greeting all year round.
0: Oh, Terry sounds like a joker, <laughs> doesn't he? eh? I tell
1: you what, I could say, and that is drabby New Year to you for today. Oh no! After all this positive music, drabby New Year. What's going on? Look, it's the first day back for us in our regular slot of home time. So for me, it's, it feels like the year has started Proper, today. yeah.
0: Back to back to school type feel today. And
1: I don't think anybody will have had a drabbier start to the new year than me. It is nothing personal to the gentleman that came round to do our mortgage review this morning, but that is not a way to start
0: 2019, is it? Wow, that is... I I don't concentrate with technical or grown-up stuff at all. You know, when someone's explaining paperwork to you... (laughs) Uh, I literally can't concentrate, so I I can only imagine how bad I would be, like a cat in that environment, just wander off. I woke up and
1: thought to myself, oh, we've got this coming up this morning, i better go and get out of the old little filing cabinets and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the one
0: with the little dividers (laughs) and all the house bills. (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) it. Discover I haven't been filing them away properly anyway. Uh, I mean, that is going to take some beating. He's a lovely bloke, I'm sure. Lovely bloke. He is indeed. 10.30 mortgage review. Can you find a drabbier start to your new year than that? Right,
0: I can out-drabby you. I've had to uh, go online and try and find a special hook attachment to lift out the bottom of the shower drain in our shower because uh, we had uh, my partner's sisters staying with us over christmas and they're all girls with kind of big shocks of black hair yeah yeah yeah. and let's just say uh if you have a shower at the moment it fills up like you're being gunged oh lovely cartoon network (laughs) or nickelodeon Uh, so i'm going to be clearing out a load of hair from the drain in our shower that's, that's my
1: That is drab. That's
0: my drabby new year. Uh, that is the current point you're aiming for, either that or a meeting with your mortgage advisor. Mike Baker tweets, how about this for
1: drab? Dishwasher packed up on the 23rd. It's running cold. Engineer finally comes this morning. We waited in for four hours. He was here all of ten minutes and said he needed to order parts and is coming back next week. Damn. Still washing up by hand. Hashtag drab.
0: Hashtag first world problems over there <laughs> yeah. for him. Uh, Victoria Phillips says, Drab, how about spending a large chunk of the working day photocopying all of your son's school books as they were all found covered in orange juice and mould when he opened his school oh. bag last night, ready for today? Oh, That's pretty bad, isn't it? And drab. Pretty drab. <laughs> and then this one, um, I don't really know what to make of this text. Oh, okay. Chris from Surbiton says, Hi, guys, I slipped on a dead parrot in brackets, one of those green ones, on the way to the train station. Then some woman accused me of deliberately killing the parrot. Wasn't an enjoyable experience. It doesn't sound drab, it just sounds very strange. Very, very strange. Absolute Radio.
4: They asked for a
0: podcast, we
4: told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
1: It is kind of the new year for us today, it's the first Hometime show of 2019. Yeah. So we're after your drabby new years. Uh, Kevin's got in touch, cleaning out gutters on 50 houses. Ooh. Welcome back to work. Uh, Kelly's got in touch. This is not the first one I've had of these. I run a mortgage brokers. This is my everyday life. Not yeah. so drabby for me. That's reality for
0: them, and you're saying it's well boring.
1: Good job the mortgage being approved, isn't it?
0: Uh, Yeah, you probably would have held (laughs) off on this until it gets the green light. Amanda says, my son Liam has had a very drab start to the new year. Uh, It's the start of his GCSE mocks on his first day back. Today was English and chemistry. That is drab. Ouch. Uh, We've got Jen on the line. You right, Jen? Hi,
3: how are you doing?
0: We're good, thank you very much. Are we saying happy new year or not? No, we're saying drabby new year. Drabby new year, Jen.
1: (laughs) I'll
3: I'll agree with that. I'll
0: agree with that. So Richie has had an hour. How long did you have with the mortgage guy today? He was around for about an hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) I've got to sort out hair in a shower that's blocked. What about you, Jen?
3: Uh, I'm travelling horse s*** all day today.
0: <laughs> 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 well, wasn't expecting that to come out there, Jen. You've uh, shocked us in 2019. Oh, fantastic. That's drab. How long have you been manager <laughs> of Liverpool for? <laughs> oh, topical. Well well uh, sorry, so what, how come you're doing that? Explain.
3: Uh, i run my own business with uh, 21 horses here and there's a
0: lot of s*** for that bit. <laughs> There she goes again. Most use of bleep button so far in 2019.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: The Home Time Podcast
1: with Bush and Richie. It's a feat of engineering, the Absolute Radio no-repeat guarantee. Since nine o'clock, not a single song repeated. That's no, it. Not on our watch. Oh, no. no, no. Uh, Biffy Clyro, the captain, closes it down today. Here on Absolute Radio, it's
0: Bush and Richie with Home Time. Uh, you can get in touch with us on email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs> and that's what steve's done uh, he's writing now kind of live and annoyed he says guys the bloke opposite me on the train has taken all of the leg room so i'm now retaliating by sniffing <laughs> the british transport <laughs> social police are nowhere to be seen so i am taking vigilante action well
1: look first thing to say here is they may not be anywhere to be seen right now but the british transport social Police are always on duty we can't be everywhere at once we
0: can't be everywhere we try our very best but you know obviously there's people being annoying everywhere on you know public (laughs) transport and you can't literally have a footprint across the whole of the United Kingdom however we may have news on this how you can help us at a later point this week on the show so watch this space
2: Absolute Radio
0: if you insist
4: on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you Okay, let's get
1: on with it then The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Blue Monday a thing. Just because of the... Just the drudgery of the normality. Everyone should be back to normal today after the fun and frolics of Christmas and New Year. Yeah,
0: everyone's back, aren't they?
1: Well, not quite everyone. And here's what... Here's what I don't quite get. I've always loved Christmas and New Year as a holiday because the kids get two weeks... You know, generally a lot of us are off work for a good chunk of time as well. But when that two weeks finishes, it's obviously back to school. I don't understand. Certainly for my two, my two teenagers, mm-hmm. one's down at a skate park today, uh, sort of bike park. One's, <laughs> one's just watching Netflix because it's a teacher training day.
0: Ah, the mysterious teacher training day. You know, my, my daughter, who's nine, should have been back last week. Two days, teacher training days.
1: It's curious, isn't it? They've been going on for as long as time. Obviously, I don't, I don't work in the world of teaching. I respect those that do. I, I can't imagine teaching. It must be really, really, really hard work. Yeah, and and you get the you get the chance to inspire children for their future. A great teacher you will never ever forget. Totally. So they do great work. However, However. <laughs> I'd love to know what goes on on a
0: teacher training day. Because it is a bit of a riddle, right, from layman's style here, you know, from a layman's point of view. I mean, I've known quite a few teachers in my life and not one of them has ever explained to me what goes on on a teacher training day. Have you ever had that explained to you by a teacher before? No, never. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what's
1: going on. But equally, look at us here as, as radio presenters. We, we never have, after, say, for example, a long weekend... One extra day stitched on to the holiday to train ourselves how to talk up to the vocals of a song
0: again. No, wait, I mean, and a day of training that could have probably been part of the holiday. Do you think? But, but not, potentially, yeah, but yeah. But again, it's never happened. It's never happened that DJ is it? training day is not a thing. Maybe it should be. Maybe we're the ones at fault. Maybe add training day to your chosen career and see if that sounds any yeah. good. Imagine maybe what you might be doing. So look, you know, what happens? It, it's
1: a question. What you're going to hear in about three minutes' time is a, is a fascinating expose from a teacher who's asked not to be named. Yeah. Telling
0: us a little bit about what happens on a teacher training day. It's going to knock your socks off. We're getting into Newsnight's territory, and it's happening next.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with Home Time, putting the cat amongst the pigeons on a Monday afternoon. It's quarter past five. Merely asking the question: What happens on a teacher training
1: day? Both my uh, older two uh, back to school tomorrow after the two-week break. What's happening on the teacher training day? Just being inquisitive. Eight, twelve, fifteen. You can text <laughs> us like Adam, the maths teacher, has done. This is very helpful. Uh, Adam says: endless meetings, safeguarding updates, changes to statutory guidelines, curriculum changes improving the quality. Unfortunately, it's not just a jolly up or an extra day off. That's good to
0: know. That is good to know. That's good to know. I do wonder, though, sometimes whether, you know, teachers have been given a pre-prepared statement to to say to people who ask them what goes on in teacher training days, maybe covering up for what actually really happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, as Richie mentioned earlier on, we have a... An interview, a short interview right now with a teacher who has asked to be uh, kept anonymous that's going to lift the lid on what really happens on teacher training days. Uh, We're going to call him Paul. He teaches at a school in Suffolk and this is what he had to say what really goes on on teacher training days. So basically they get all of us teachers together in the gym at the beginning of the day. We're asked to bring in notebooks and that so everyone thinks we're going to be working but in reality the deputy head has booked us roller disco with a bouncy castle in the corner. All the blinds are pulled down, so you'd never know. And that really adds to the atmosphere of the disco, you know. Lunchtime, we get in a Domino's meal deal, and then in the afternoon you can either watch Top Gun on overhead projector, or the PE teacher runs a card school in the staff room with a minimum 10 quid buy-in. The RE teacher said she'd never played before, but last year ended up going on with 300 quid and the keys to the maths teacher's Vauxhall mariva. (laughs) It's brilliant. Proper opportunity to let your hair down. Oh, it's great for morale and that, I love it.
1: There you go, and that's Paul. I hadn't heard that. I mean, that uh, that shocks me.
2: Absolute Radio.
4: The
1: Hometime Podcast with Bush
4: and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of
1: them talking. Trying to find out what happens on the teacher training day. Tony's tweet is saying the last teacher training day is lads old school. Caught the teacher on the train to Leeds. It was Black Friday. Yay! Uh, but Jason, he's a teacher. Jason says, I'd rather have the kids in. Training days are boring, but no way am I
0: giving up a holiday day for a training day. I just think teacher training day is a modern enigma, isn't it? No one's quite sure what goes on. Should we speak to an actual teacher? Let's do this. Uh, hi, Richard. You're a teacher. What do you teach? Uh, I teach PE and games. Okay, and give us an insight then into actual teacher training days. What do you guys do? So, I mean,
5: normally we go and we do a lot of kind of safeguarding at school. We're kind of doing the boring bits, this uh, safe health and safety, rules and regulations and things. But actually today, uh, myself and my team, will get out on the sports field and get the boys ready for the rugby season. So wow. you did
1: pre-season training? Yeah, yeah. So you had you actually had them in even though it was a teacher training day?
5: So a lot of my colleagues were actually at school doing all the rules and regulations yeah. and safeguarding stuff, which we did the other day. But we actually had a lot of the boys coming in and doing pre-season rubber training.
0: Okay, and is this is a regular thing, so I imagine you get, and this is all done like tongue in cheek, like, but you must get people coming up to you saying, What do you lot get up to on teacher training day? Yeah, You're bucking about. Yeah. You get that a lot, do you, Richard? Well, it's when I
5: heard the chat and I was driving home from the actual <laughs> I thought, I've got a text here and get hold of it. Do
0: you all, do you all, well, let's just say, can we just appreciate the bravery of Paul for stepping forward with his statement earlier on there as well, Richard? Oh, yeah, right? definitely. Well yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Thank you. The uh, Jade, who's also a teacher, has been on. She's tweeted an actual card, which is Inset Day Bingo that they play each Inset Day a uh, um, uh, fellow. See what you think of this. Just, uh, these are the quotes and phrases that come up. Write it down on a post-it note, pupil engagement, lunch is pasta and salad, Ofsted and student progress. Do they sound like buzz phrases <laughs> that you always hear on Inset Day?
5: Yeah, I mean, certainly the, the Ofsted's the big one, and we, we certainly do a lot of these buzzwords is the big thing that we all hear about. and But it's it's important to get get ourselves all ready for the the start of term and uh, get ready for the boys and girls when they come back the next day. Wow, okay. When you
1: finished with the rugby training today, yeah. then what happened?
5: I actually went back to school and got even prepared even more.
1: Okay, so, all
5: right. I went from the sports field back into school to get myself fully ready because we got a sports tour to get ready to. So uh, I actually went back in and some of my colleagues were still there getting ready for the next day. We're preparing the lessons and planning them and so. stuff.
0: OK, that was it. So you went straight back into school and carried on just yeah, training and yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, that's good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's great.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, we respect the work you do. You've enlightened us all. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're
4: listening, it's probably not home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: Great story that broke last week and surprised a lot of people. The Chinese space programme. Did you know there was even a Chinese space programme going on
1: there, Richie? I didn't know, but then I guess when you think about it, they're clever.
0: They are clever, and they've only gone and landed on the dark side of the moon. Mm. So they've mapped the far side of the moon. Dark side of the moon, brilliant. Straight out of Pink Floyd, pretty much. (laughs) And this raises the issue that we've got on our Facebook page for you this evening. If you have a spare five minutes, uh, what other locations from famous songs could the Chinese space programme explore next? Facebook.com slash Absolute Radio. You can tweet us as well.
1: Dan Bauer's done that. Peter Gabriel, Salisbury Hill. Can you land a probe on a hill? That might be a difficult landing they site. Can just hover around the top like <laughs> one of them drones? <laughs> or oh, maybe not. Uh, Mark says Paradise City. I like that. I'd yes. like to know what that was like. Uh, Amanda Jones suggesting the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It's a uh, boulevard, b- b- difficult motoring wise to actually land a probe once again. It'd be good to
0: try it, maybe get like a map, like an A roads yeah. Uh, Michelle says, Michelle Butt Chat, which is one of my favourite surnames of all time. Black Hole Sun, that'd be good. Uh, Alex suggesting Clapham Junction, up the junction by Squeeze. Hey! And Graham Walsh uh, hasn't quite grasped it and he just wants Scunthorpe. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: Feeling a moment, feeder
1: on Absolute Radio's Home Time. This really is Home Time. Ten past six, hopefully you are home or very nearly home. It's Bush and Richie. Uh, can
0: I just say one of my favourite things about living in Leon Sea? we've been there for a year or so now, is Old Lee. You ever heard of Old Lee before? What is Old Lee? Old Lee. You almost want to pull a pair of braces when you say Old Lee. OK. Uh, a cobbled street by the seafront, uh, which is almost straight out of Peaky Blinders. Sounds lovely. It's amazing. Uh, and at the very end, if you take a little walk, it's one of those places we always walk our little baby around just to try and get her to go to sleep. Uh, they've got green huts, which have got fishmongers in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the fishmongers have been there for donkeys years. Like, remember Amelia used to work for our office? She worked there when she was a kid. Right. It's like a rite of passage. They're called Osborne and Sons. And they sell this beautiful array of like, cockles and mussels and shrimp and crab. And I love all that kind of yeah. stuff. Particularly if it's a nice, crisp, like, say, winter's day, and you can have cockles with some vinegar and salt and pepper on the top and then a pint yeah. It's a great combination. Beautiful. Here's the thing. Osborne and Sons have got an advert out today. They're advertising for a fishmonger to join their team. I and thought the show was going well. <laughs> Do you know what, man? I have always wanted to work on a counter. <laughs> okay. I have always wanted to work on a counter. Do you know what? Imagine that, just being in charge of a counter in the you know, and again, it doesn't have to be food. If you're in charge of a counter, you get into work each day and it's up to you to dress the counter how you want. So, you might be in charge of the cheese counter. You can set the cheese out however the hell you like. Uh, Do they put the cheese away at night, then? I don't (laughs) know. That's a good point, actually. Probably don't. (laughs) Well, well, each morning you can change it up. Just leave a note so the person taking taken over. But you know what I mean. And, And fish counter, I remember my friend Brian, from when I was at university, used to work at the Sainsbury's fish counter. They did awards for, like, who had the best looking counter in the country.
1: So, what is it about the counter that makes you want to work behind a counter is it is it sort of like there is a certain implied sort of superiority, isn't it? If you're on a counter, you're an expert, and, and you're having to sort of have a numbered system to get called out for your turn to have a slice of cheddar. Yeah, there is that expert. Are you you craving that expertise?
0: It's the expertise, the fact that you're that is familiar. If I can use that word for but for cheese yeah, or for okay. fish, yeah. not only that as well. Um, you know, I, I don't really like flying, but I quite watch. I quite like watching airport and programs about airports yeah. because it's me engaging with something I'm a bit scared of. Yeah. The weird thing about me wanting to work on a counter and be in charge of a counter is the fact that I'm too scared to go to counters in a normal shopping environment. Why? But like, I would never go up to a fishmonger's counter because I don't know what to order. I've got I've got no concept of weights and measures. Yeah. But if I went to the meat's counter, delicatessen I think they call it, uh, and ordered like a pound of pate, I mean, what even is that? He'd go in with like a bin bag of pate because <laughs> it'd be too polite to say anything about it.
1: But the worst thing that could happen is that just, if, if if you said I'd have a pound of pate, and it For was too I- much...
0: <laughs> Are you sure, sir? That's yeah. <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know. They I mean, just put it back, surely. Would you ever like to work on a counter, Richie? Look, like counter. Have a little go on a counter for a bit.
1: I I want to support you in every way that I possibly can, <laughs> but I have to say
0: I've never had the same urge. But really? No. Well, look. If you if you have anything to do with the counter, I just want to just say at this point now, I I'm envious of you. <laughs> so if you're in charge of a counter, I'm envious. <laughs>
2: Radio.
4: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast
0: with Bush and Richie. I was just saying earlier on, I've always wanted to be in charge of a counter. If you could be in charge of any counter, what would it be? And if you've ever been in charge of a counter, I'm envious of you. Trying to make Bushy feel better and say that he is
1: in charge of a counter. We are a sort of music... Uh, it's a music counter here. Kind of, we're
0: not wearing overalls, though, so it's not quite working. Oliver says, the DJ is dead, all hail the airmonger. That's exactly what you are there. Imagine introducing yourself as an airmonger. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 8.12.15 oh, on the dear. text Sam says uh, electrical counter in a hardware store in the summer of 1990 I rewired dodgy plugs for seemingly every pensioner in a five mile radius oh. uh, this is until the boss got wind and told me off
0: what's, be, what's to be told off about that he's helping exactly, out exactly uh, let's go to the phones and say hello to Michelle hi Michelle hi Hey, good to have you on uh, where are you calling from
3: from Sittingbourne
0: in Kent alright and what counter have you worked on
3: I used to work on Sainsbury's Bakery counter probably oh. in about 2003.
0: Now, can I just say straight off the bat, and I think Richie might be thinking the same thing as me, I'd have my hands on everything in there. I'd be <laughs> nicking left, right <laughs> and centre. Yeah.
3: Yes, definitely. We made the best things and decorated them, put tons more Smarties than they should have had on them. Brilliant.
0: Okay, and you, uh, I'm hearing that you might have done something a bit uh, fun yeah. to spice up the day with the donuts. Please share with the team.
3: Well, I used to make the donuts on the Sunday morning, Mm. and we used to have these big machines that filled the donuts, and we used to overfill them as much as we could, cover them with jam, and then slot them in with the rest of the donuts on the tray, (laughs) and then watch out. um, Who picked up the rogue donut that kind of exploded on the Sunday morning?
1: Wow! (laughs) Do you know what? I, I, you're you're doing that because you're thinking someone's going to complain. As as a donut fan. My major gripe with supermarkets is that I don't feel they put enough jam in the donuts. They don't. don't. They're too (laughs) shy.
0: Michelle, in week one of us starting this show together, I sat opposite Richie in a cafe when he'd discovered he'd had some hard set custard in the donut and the table (laughs) (laughs) nearly went over. (laughs) I like a big squirt in my donut. (laughs) I heard that rumor. (laughs) Michelle, lovely to speak to you. Take care.
2: Absolute radio.
4: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Home time with Andy Bush and Richie Firth on Monday, January the 7th. I think it's fair to say if it's your birthday this week. Terrible timing for a birthday.
1: It's my it's my nephew's birthday today. And isn't that bad? No, I feel bad <laughs> for them. I do feel for him. Damien, uh, cards in the post. <laughs>
2: Absolute radio. Win
0: your year. Unexpected fallout from that particular statement. <laughs> <laughs> On a positive note, what would you do if Absolute Radio paid all of your bills for a year? What would you do if you could afford to take a year off work and live the high life? Uh, We're going to sort one of you out with enough money to have a cracking 2019 because one of you will win £50,000 this month. I've done the maths. This is not just a bold claim. It it
1: really is fact. I reckon mortgage or or rent, if it's that way for you, uh, pay all the bills. An amazing holiday. Birthday cards for every member of your extended family. Uh, to arrive in time for the birthday. And you could get it couriered right now, <laughs> couldn't you? I could do. Uh, not that I need to, because, of course, I, I did post it in time. Yeah. You could get involved for this right now and be in the draw for when Absolute Radio pays your year. Uh, so get your phone out and text the word WIN right now. Do it to 8 uh, 12 And that's it. You're done. When you've texted, it's the word WIN to 8
2: hey. Get your 2019 sorted. Text costs £2 plus your standard network rate. Lines close at 9am on Monday the 21st of January. We're playing across the Absolute Radio Network. Over 18s only. Rules and entry at absoluteradio.co.uk.
1: I was designated driver at the weekend, uh, a phrase that I'm sure you're familiar with, but maybe not in the way that I am talking about here. Designated driver of
0: a pushchair. chair. Sorry, that came out a bit urgent, that <laughs> bit of music. <laughs> is. First day back in 2019. <laughs> You'll have had this, I'm sure about it. Uh, When
1: you're eating out and uh, there is a baby as part of the party...
0: Yeah. And And we all know how babies ruin a party. (laughs)
1: Yeah, particularly when you're eating out. Uh, And then it comes to the moment where suddenly it is time for the child to sleep. Yep. Generally, you're taking a pushchair with you because when you're eating out, that's your option. And I was the designated driver this weekend just gone... It was my task to take Rocco out of the pub and then do an endless walk. Well, it wasn't endless. 20 minutes circling the pub in the pushchair as the designated driver of the pushchair. You are the person that sacrifices your meal. Your meal, your order goes cold as you are walking trying to achieve
0: a sleeping baby. That is the hardest thing for me in terms of parenthood is leaving food to go cold. Oh, it's awful. when When I see food, I just want to eat it straight away. The idea of it being over there and i can't touch it because i'm having a wheel my you know a four month old around to get her to go to sleep i have exactly the same thing i don't think uh, my partner katie and i have had food at the same time as each no. other at any point in the past four months and the thing is you're doing laps of the pub and you're looking through
1: the window and you're seeing that calzone go cold oh
0: a calzone as well the, the horror of that going cold
1: you're seeing your beer Go lukewarm. Oh dear, oh dear. It's this, is just work. this is terrible. And do you know what you're also seeing? All your friends and your family having a wonderful time laughing and slapping their sides as they eat.
0: As you kind of plod past, like Mr. Ben. For the
1: <laughs> 17th time.
0: What night. No, you know, they should do something where they, you know, do they still do that thing if you're the designated driver when you're driving and you're, you're not drinking and everyone else is and you're driving them about? Then you get like a free Coke. You should do You should get a free coat. Well this At is least what, a free Coke. This is
1: what you could do. This is a great yeah. idea. You could adapt that policy for your designated driver of push chairs. Would I be happier if I'd gone out of the door yeah. with like you remember the old punnet of chips you oh, might I get? Love a punnet of chips. Little punnet of chips, cheesy chips maybe. Yeah. If I was doing seventeen laps <laughs> with just a little <laughs> Punnet of Cheesy chips, would I have been happier?
0: Absolutely. Kicking leaves and munching as you go around the park. Do you know what's well? We've got this so middle class. We've just bought a cup, coffee cup holder for our buggy. Just so I can have a coffee and stay awake when I'm pushing Thea around. Stick the chips in that. We would work, wouldn't it? That's it. We have to get in
1: touch with the big five—the yeah. likes of your your yeah. fullers and your hungry horse and your beef eater and
0: your brewers fair and your harvester. See, see if they're happy to, to put this in play. Make it a thing. I'm designated buggy driver. That's it. And if this doesn't work, let's take it to the Houses of Parliament, <laughs> Richard. Absolute
2: Radio.
4: Time podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
1: Monday night, Danielle Perry
0: on the way after seven o'clock. And we've just been talking about. Uh, maybe it's a campaign we're going to get involved with, trying to make th- uh, or encourage pubs and restaurants to do a designated driver thing, but for people who've got to be the one that pushes the buggy around to get a kid to sleep.
1: You're the one that is missing out on the quality food that they've prepared for 20
0: minutes while you are trying to achieve sleep, so so why not? I think it's a great system. Whether it's some form of a free like, bowl of chips, punnet of chips, or maybe even just a hatch that you can drive by on each of the loops just to pick up your meal in different sequences. You know or I mean? one
1: of those little, I'll tell you what I, t- uh, I, what I would also accept, one of those sirloins of um, garlic bread.
0: <laughs> sirloin of garlic.
1: I've don't never heard that phrase before in my life. Is a it- sirloin of garlic bread? Yes. You know, it's, it's kind of like the shape of your, shape of the palm of your hand, but it's garlic bread. I've never heard of that before. Oh, wait, you
0: it looks it to- like a sirloin. Looks like a sirloin steak. It's a sirloin of garlic bread. Is that your own thing for it? Is that your own name for it? It I love that, a sirloin (laughs) of garlic bread. I mean, I'd still push for it. It's still a campaign we're getting involved with. Listen to this. If you think you had it bad when you were in the pub of the weekend, Richie, with your son, Rob says, I had to go for a 30-minute walk to get my two-year-old asleep on my own wedding day. (laughs) (laughs) I missed my final course, which was Eaton Mess, on the hottest day of the year, walking around in full whistle and flute suits. Oh, wow. That one tops it all, doesn't it, hey? That does. It's a campaign that we're going to be taking from here and moving on this week so watch as this builds and maybe like I say we could end up in the Houses of Parliament
2: Radio.
0: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So there you go. That's the show. We hope you enjoyed it.
1: Um, I'd never got the chance to say about the Berlin Wall earlier. Yeah. Uh, my mate Andy, his dad, run a, um, a coach firm right. back in the day. And uh, when the Berlin Wall came down, his dad was running a
0: coach trip to Berlin. And I've uh, got wow. a piece of the wall. That is unbelievable. So in terms of just being around in the right place at the right time, that is an amazing thing, isn't it? Yeah. I'm told it's a piece of the wall. It looks like it was. That would be your. Imagine if after all these years he just turns around and said, actually, it's just a brick that got off the back of the building site. <laughs> that would be terrible, <laughs> wouldn't it? I'd be gutted. The deception. Unbelievable. Hard to bear. <laughs> Bill Bailey, play us out.